Welcome to This Old App, a podcast about learning, coding, smashing stuff together, breaking things apart, startups, failing, winning, and any other buzzwords we can think of. All right. Hey, Don, what's up? <laughs> For the third time. <laughs> the, yeah, a listener will not know this, but this is a third attempt at recording. We didn't go too far in it, but I've now been able to refine the the concept I'm trying to talk about. So <laughs> should, should, I should be perfect on this. Um, or maybe this is being recorded and no one will ever hear it because it'll screw up again, but we'll see. Anyway, um, today's topic. I am ta- I am kind of brainstorming with you about a content management system approach. And so here's the, I've heard this idea or this problem to be solved by two different entities, um, real job entity and a startup that has talked to me. And it's a startup I've known for the past couple of years, but they just have, they're just start asking about it. So I want to go with an abstract kind of example. SaaS provider, they have a lot of clients in food production, restaurants, food producers, a diet system, people, whatever. They need a static site that is unique to each of their entities around nutrition. And they want to have content around their products and their services that relates to nutrition. Um, The site needs to be responsive. Um, the ability for multiple languages needs to be accessible, needs to be fast, needs to have SEO properties. They need to be able to update the content, um, like additional pages without a coder. They need to be able to have multimedia with pictures, videos, what have you. And they need to be able to host the site in their own hosting system but they do not need to be able to make the changes and updates on their system. Okay, so so so, so I want to stop you there for a second. Sure. Um, you say you say they 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 need to be able to do it on their system. Does that mean they have some IT capability within their own house? Yes. Okay. But their IT people don't care if they log into a single site to do the content changes and such. They just, they just want to be able to host the site within their own domain, within their own hosting environment, meaning the build. Because this is a, the other thing that's not important is it's not important that the users have a unique experience, meaning we don't need to change the site based on someone logging in and seeing data related to specifically them. Sure. So we're talking about a static site generator CMS of sorts. Okay, and and you they they, they want to stay away from from WordPress uh, or you want to stay away from WordPress just because that's too much for the problem at hand. The, what we want to avoid is uh, Drupal and WordPress multi-sites. Um, the needs of the theme layer and the needs of different content approach, like different content between each of these providers, 
is so different that trying to host everyone on one system is problematic, including a database with it, um, in the sense of the the site build having a database backend is also problematic because when you use a data, if you just have a build made up of HTML, JavaScript, and CSS, I can hand that to any hosting provider and they can do it. Sure. But if I throw if I throw a database into it that they have to host, that changes things drastically. Of course. Now, if they come in and they wanted a user to log in and to see different things, that also can be problematic. There's no doubt about that. But right now we're talking about a custom static site generation system is essentially what the idea has evolved to. And this is this is that new generation of CMSs that is that are coming out. Yeah. Yep. And so right now Gatsby is what I'm looking at first because they claim you can use their system to build a front end, a, a, a static site front end, so to speak, utilizing any various number of backends to provide the data for the build. Like when I, what I've just described to you, <clears throat> Gatsby's website advertises that they do. But I think that it's very valid your question about you're sure you don't want to use WordPress. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, 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 it's a question sometimes of um, the 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 back end needs versus the the input of the new content needs. I guess is is really the crux of the problem, right? Yeah, I mean, in a way system has to be <clears throat> it's it's the complexity of assigning a complete dynamic front end and back end um, solution is problematic to the idea that any a company could take the bill the end product the production um, of the s website and host it anywhere because once you get into this whole idea of the database or a backend API, it's like and you say, well, you need to be able to host that yourself. That throws the wrench into everything based on what I can tell. But if they're a Drupal environment, then they're not gonna want WordPress and vice versa. Right. There's all sorts of headless CMSs. Um, You've had a look at a CMS for you're you're using WordPress, I think, for yeah. Aspire. Um, have you looked at these things? What are your what are your thoughts on these new approaches to content management? Because we grew up in the PHP backend database right. CMS world, and now there's a slew of new options and approaches to it. Yeah, and and you and I talked a little bit about this about when when I was talking about potentially redoing the Aspire EDU um, marketing website, uh, I, I, I certainly got the feeling that 
WordPress is just too much for what we need. We could certainly be served by something that that doesn't do as much as WordPress uh, brings to the to the to the forefront. Um, and and as we talked about it, that there there are there are numerous ones out there. Gatsby's one, but then they talk about Gatsby as a headless CMS. You know, Gatsby with WordPress. Um, so, so they're, they're even talking about combining the, the two. Um, I'm trying to think there's, there's one, um, there's another one out there that I, I know that, uh, syntax FM, Scott and, and Wes, uh, mm-hmm. that, it, that they're a sponsor for them. Um, and it, it's not coming to me at the moment. Um, Netlify as well has a CMS. Um, I'm all for trying something in this direction, um, especially for for what what you're trying to do with with that client. Um, I think this is the way to go, unless you need all the features that WordPress or or Drupal bring to you. Because uh, I think that's where we've ended up is is WordPress and Drupal were kind of the the standards back uh, a few years ago with WordPress being a little bit more on the user-friendly side and Drupal being a little bit more on the enterprise business. You can do a little bit more with it side. And and they both moved more into the enterprise space. So WordPress has gotten more robust and Drupal's gotten even more robust, even though you can use it as a headless CMS as well. Um, But there's just a lot there that I don't, think is necessary for the use case you're describing. So I, I, I certainly think a Gatsby or, or Netlify is certainly a way to go. I mean, the, yeah, and it's true. WordPress and Drupal have gone the enterprise way. And the thing is, is everyone hates them. Yeah. Like I, I really do not find positive comments about either of those platforms anymore and i know it's a bit of a it's one of those things where i know the volume and quality of work that's been done on wordpress like i i don't have anything against wordpress until you say you're gonna have to manage 30 wordpress sites and then i'm like right. oh, crap like that's right. a, that's a crap show i don't want to deal with so individually for one company like if a company comes to me or a nonprofit comes to me and goes we want a website for ourselves and just satisfies our needs and we'll manage things i'm like wordpress like i don't know you have to convince me you need something different but what i'm talking about is 2000 potential clients with their own similarly structured websites that don't have dynamic user login data. I feel like WordPress is the wrong way to go. And that's what I'm trying, that's the solution I'm trying to solve is very defined sites where I know the exact structure they're going to have, the variance is gonna be in style, pages that they use, and how they probably treat their content. But it'll, but we know every page will have, every site will have this, will have a contact page. It will have a intro page. It will have a 
list of certain nutrition benefits. It will have um, products and they will fit a very similar pattern. Right. That's what I want to be able to provide. And if they say, no, 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 we need a lot of customization for ourselves. We don't want to follow that pattern. Then it's like, oh, you need WordPress by yourself then. And so that's what I'm trying to solve is a mass number of um, a mass number of websites that follow a similar pattern um, that is simple in its build in the sense of at the end of the day, the only thing that's being served up is like a progressive web app made up of HTML, JavaScript, and CSS. Right. Right. And, and it's funny. It's that this whole scenario is kind of funny because I know when, when I was doing um, project management for a Drupal consulting company, we had a company come to us with a similar type um, problem where they needed, you know, different of their brands, um, but they were all similar-ish. And, and we proposed a Drupal solution for it, but that was, that was, you know, more than five years ago, probably going closer to 10. Um, and, and the solutions that are out there now weren't available to us. Um, so I, I certainly think that going the way of these, um, static site generators with headless CMSs, things like that, that's, it's got to be easier to maintain than, than what we were dealing with in, in the past. And so then, the, and that's what Gatsby says it can do. It says it's gonna be, it, you're able to deploy to multiple places, which makes sense if the build is only, job, I mean, anything that's made up of HTML, GS, J, uh, JavaScript and CSS can really de be deployed on almost any dang web server you need, because it's really right. about the, can the browser handle the JavaScript and maybe right. the CSS. And as long as we're not now, IE would be the probably the problem area, but it's still, it's really based on how the webpack or parse um, bundling thing handles the fill-ins, the 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 what do you call those polyfills for the old browsers? It right. has nothing to do with the CMS in that case. So I think data storage is is tricky because as people evolve their sites, they want to add stuff. And the question is, how, if all of a sudden they want some dynamic data, how do you give them the ability to do that? But at the beginning level, the problem has been presented to me as these are static sites. The content will not change that often. We need to be able to provide the ability to, to make content changes and then deploy to our own environment. And that's what's kind of been the, that's why I'm like, okay, I don't want to do WordPress because as soon as I get into that back end side of things, you've made it difficult for me to give you a secure site to deploy. Sure. But when I have, I've built a number of basically, what is the name of Jamstack? Is that the name yes. of it? Yes. <clears throat> I've built enough Jamstack stuff. I'm like, man, I could put, I could host this anywhere. And it really feels that way. Right. So I guess that's maybe what I'm really talking about is a Jamstack CMS at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. 
And and um, the, the the answer is there are there are a dozen dozen or more of them. So yeah. it's it's just going to be a matter of picking one and going. Yeah. But you don't have like what what uh, repeat again your Jamstack experience. Like what's what content CMSs you've used or static site generators? Uh, I haven't used very many. I've looked at, uh, in fact, I haven't used any as far as putting anything in production. Um, mm -hmm. I've looked at, I've looked at Sanity. Um, I've looked at um, Netlify CMS and 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 all of that. And I've I've started to put a project together. But as far as going, even getting something up and running. Um, I haven't taken anything to completion yet. So um, I think you're going to be the first one to dive in the waters there. I never, just going with that, what you just said, Netlify CMS, without having looked at it, too proprietary. Because it's tied, to the, that? It's too, it's tied to the hosting, right? Uh, probably to some degree, but it is it exactly what you're expecting. It is built on Jamstack. It is just static content. So all you need to do is move the content around if you had to. Um, they're just giving you the tools to make the pushing probably easier and maybe the back end of the content entry easier. Yeah. And really, I think that 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 to me is probably within your top three of problems is the content entry. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's where the, the work will be to make it easy for people. So, so I, I, I don't think you have an answer. I don't think there's an answer out there to where you're not going to be tied to something. Yeah. Um, well, at the end of the day, it all, it all spits. It, it, it does just spit out the the javascript and the html and you can migrate that wherever you need to well even on the netlify thing like on their website i'm looking at right now they have guides for gatsby hugo jekyll which i've used Next.js, and nuxt which is nuxt is views thing i believe middleman is the ruby world thing jekyll i think is ruby yeah, and that's gotcha. that's what I'm saying is is the Netlify CMS part of it is just the, I believe it's just the back end. It's just the, uh, the content entry to where we're going to make this easy for you to enter the content and then you spit it to whatever static site generator you want. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't think you're tied to it um, all that much because it's just producing JavaScript and HTML. Yeah. It's interesting though because now that I'm have been provided the problems from by two different parties, and having had the experience of the PHP full stack CMSs, this is one problem I'd like to like. I see that Jet like Gatsby is doing solving that problem, but it's really interesting to see how where we started and what how this has evolved i guess oh yeah and it's a very it's i guess the role that i would have in this is okay how do i make the gatsby jamstack solution 
for, for content management systems work for these specific clients um, so that they only know one thing. How do I create a page? How do I add the content? How do I edit it? Right. How do I, how do I publish it kind of thing? You're not, and I, I can almost guarantee you're not the first one to solve this problem. So there's probably guides out there on how to do exactly that. Yeah, yeah. And I don't, I'm, I don't think I'm like breaking new ground in that aspect. Yeah. Because um, I, I, when I looked at the Gatsby front page, I was like, okay. You all just took what I was beginning at the start of how do I do this? And now I just need to find out how you do it, not, not will, is this possible? So it's just a matter of, so then the next question is, where do you store the backend data? Like, where do you store that content? Um, right. And, and, and I, I thought the, the idea behind all these stack site generators was that you, you pretty much store them on like GitHub, but all these tools provide you with a better interface than just the GitHub interface. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the idea, I mean, for like Jekyll, I think, you could just use Markdown for a page. Yeah. Um, I think that modern day clients need more than Markdown because that's just too basic. But for the most part, you can provide an interface that lets the user create an HTML rendered page without knowing HTML, CSS, what have you. Right. St styling will be what's the most complex, like the theming layer, but still it's not like it hasn't been done before. Um, well, you want to get away. You don't want to reinvent, was it Dreamweaver or front yeah. page? Front page. Yeah. <laughs> We've gone from front page 2000, whatever sucked. And we've just gone full circle with JavaScript to make front page 2020 the new thing. Like that's <laughs> that's what we want to avoid. But it's like a, it is a vicious cycle. I mean, I, people come to me with these problems, and I'm like, oh yeah, we solved that years ago, but we hated it over time. And yeah, that's what you know you want to avoid. But anyway. I, I, I do think this is just a matter of putting the tools together because because I, I think it's it's pick your pick your headless CMS, whether it's Netlify mm -hmm. or whatever. And and this is this is where Drupal went as well. Drupal Drupal started to go in this direction as we can be headless too. Um <laughs> so they saw it coming, but again, they're they're gonna be hosted in a database. Um but it's a matter of pick pick the back end, the, the CMSE part of it. So Netlify or or Sanity or whatever. Pick the static site generator, whether it's Gatsby, Jekyll, or or Nux or whatever, and then potentially pick even your CSS quote framework, like a tailwind or something like that, and throw them all together and see what you get. Yeah. I guess there's actually a third client that asked me about Jamstack too. They were on Drupal 7. At that time, I was just like, yeah, I don't know if that would work for you all that well. But now seeing these other tools is like, actually, that's probably the way you need to go. Yeah. So so anyway, that that's my, uh, my code discussion for the week. The initial scraping the surface of modern day CMS platforms on a Jamstack, headless backend any deploy anywhere type of approach. Yeah. Well, it, it, 
I'll be interested to see how far you're able to get with it because I, I haven't been able to dive into it yet, but it, it, it certainly seems easier than it used to be. Yeah, definitely does. Well, it's, it's easier, especially if you've worked as much on JavaScript, I think, because that's what all these are built in for the most part, at least that I can tell. Yeah. All right, that's all I got. All right, sounds good. We'll uh, see you next time. Later. Thanks for listening to This Old App. Show notes and previous episodes can be found on our website at www.thisoldapp.online. Reviews on Apple iTunes are always appreciated and help promote the show. For questions, comments, or things you would like to hear on future shows, please email us at hello at thisoldapp.online. Show music is Guns Blazing by Fab Claxton, licensed by Pond5. Voiceover work by MeganVoices.com. You'll hear from us soon. <laughs>